0: Let's go into our Bibles quickly. Second of Timothy chapter three verse one through 5. and we're going to be reading from the New King James Version. Amen. Second of Timothy chapter 3 verses one through 5, as we are still in the four signs of the end time series. Amen. And when you have it say amen, if all the kids can be on their feet, please, we're in the house of God. We're not at Six Flags, we're not at Chuck E. Cheese, amen. We are in the house of the Lord, amen, and we should, let, let us show God reverence, amen. So if you're physically able, everyone in this building be on your feet, amen, to show reverence to the word of God, amen. Let us read. Amen. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, That explains today's generation. Let us be seated. The most anticipated sign, sign number three. We've been stuck on sign number two for a while, but it wasn't because of me. The Holy Spirit wouldn't give me green light. But today the Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning and said, now it's time to show the third sign of the end times. Now remember, these are signs that we can see with our very own eyes. So that way we cannot say that God has forgotten. That God has not reminded us that God is obsolete. No, all of this teaches us that the end is near. Amen? The third sign. Lovers of themselves. Write that down. Lovers of themselves is the third sign. The first sign was... Many will be offended. Amen? Second signs, false prophets, false teachers. Third signs: lovers of themselves. According to a news article published by the Economic Times on June 16, 2019, entitled Global Addiction Selfies, a study concluded based on reactions and uploading on different social media platforms that the average upload selfies onto any social media platforms are 93 million daily. Over 93 million selfies are being uploaded on social media platforms around the globe. 93 million selfies are being taken and uploaded daily. Now, that means that if you divide that per hour, that's 3.8 million selfies being taken a day. Now, I'm not against selfies, but I am against people who love taking pictures of themselves that is a spiritual issue are you hearing me church the reason why the holy spirit wouldn't allow me to bring this third sign because it was going to be controversial i had my intercession team and my leaders praying because i knew it was going to rub a lot of people the wrong way because this has become part of our culture So anytime you confront something that people have accepted, it is hard to bring them to the reality of it because they are so blind by their own ignorance. Amen. Amen. But here at the Resurrection Center, we don't care what people have to say. We care about what God has to say. And that's more important. Can I get an amen? amen? Many years ago, the Lord revealed to me that the words selfie came from the word selfish. And we can see it now more than ever. There are many individuals who are addicted, who are lovers of themselves. And according to 2nd of Timothy chapter 3, this scripture this book of 2nd of Timothy was written 1600 years ago. 1600 years ago. This book was written after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And here we are in 2021 dealing with a pandemic of self-lovers. Everywhere you go, everyone has to know. Now, it could be controversial because you could say, pastor, but there are certain people that, 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 that get on social media and utilize social media to help others. That's understandable. But when you uploading for likes and for people to approve of you and you can't live without that. And that's the first thing you look in the morning. And that's the last thing you look at before you close your eyes. There's a problem. There's a problem and we got to be careful because all of these things are in the spiritual realm. And if we're not careful, we can be part of that. Now, the Apostle Paul warned Timothy of what was to come. Timothy was a young pastor pastoring a church in Ephesus. And that church was a very complicated church because it was in the poor of a very difficult city which was Ephesus, which worshiped the goddess Diana. And a lot of people did not like the message of Jesus Christ. Why? Because when you're into yourself, anything that comes out of you is produced inwardly from you. But anything that challenges you, you find it a problem. Why? Because we don't like to confront each other. We don't want anyone to tell us that we're wrong. And if you're not careful, pride comes before the fall. Amen, church? Give God a round of applause. There has never been a more selfish, self-seeking, narcissistic, self-pleasing, perverse generation like the one of today in history. I'm a historian, and I study history, and according to historians, they have not seen a magnitude of self-seeking individuals on the face of the earth like the 2021 generation, the millenniums. Are you hearing me, church? In fact, recent reports show that there's over 2.7 billion social media networks users. There's over 2.7 billion daily social media users. The majority of the people that are on social media do it for self images. The reason People use social media today is to promote themselves by posting selfies, vacation, workout videos, food, and everything about their lives. The problem with this, it becomes a self-addiction. That's the problem. The issue is not if you post or when you post. The issue is that the individual sometimes or mostly, according to this report, they become self-addicted with themselves to the public. You see the issue? And now the individuals or the individuals begin to believe that they are highly than others. And when they post, they get a reaction, and that means to them that people are approving of their lifestyles. And if they don't post, or if they don't communicate what they're doing, they feel completely out of touch. How many of you have noticed that you cannot engage in a conversation with someone without the person constantly being on their phone? Am I the only one? Don't you hate that? Especially when you go out to eat with the teenagers? Four people sitting in the table and no one's talking. Everyone supposedly is connected but in reality are disconnected. You know the issue that I have with cell phones and the issue with the internet that I have as a parent is that our children, if they're not being monitored or watched, Temptation is only at a fingertip away. They will be exposed to things that you and I were never exposed to. And if they are exposed to these images and certain things that they shouldn't be exposed to at a young age that corrupts their mind and leads them to a path of destruction. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Church, wake up. We complain, we argue, we fight, and we have no idea that we have given the devil the legal right to steal our children right before our own eyes because no one takes the initiative to create and correct this behavior. I wanna know what my children are watching in their phone. I wanna know what my children are engaging in. I wanna know because I care about them. The person on the other side might not care about your child as much as you do, or might not care about your generation as much as you do. So you have to step up, you have to be a voice in the midst of many people who are voiceless. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Keep in mind that social media serves as an important outlet don't forget that these platforms allow us to receive information, get news, etc. So social media can be of a good asset. Amen. For many of us, but many millenniums, mostly women, according to this, according to this report. Many millenniums, mostly women, use social media as means to enhance themselves by creating images of beauty and desire, resulting in instant gratification. If you're married, you have no business showing nobody else your man's, you know what? And if you a man, you have no business looking at another woman in social media when you marry. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Where there's a demand, there's always going to be something there for it. So they're not doing it just to doing it. They're doing it because there's a demand. That's why. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And many of us are ignoring that. Whatever you open up yourself to, you will become a prisoner of that. Wherever your mind goes, your heart follows. Write that down. Wherever your mind goes, your heart follows. Be careful at the things that you are opening yourself up to. Amen. Instant gratification. Let's go to Timothy. Chapter 3, verse 2. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proudful, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, and unholy. We see that on TikTok every day. TikTok, TikTok. Thank you for correcting me. There's nothing wrong with TikTok. There's something wrong with the users of TikTok. I remember many years ago when I was a gang banger. Yes, yes, What? yes And we used to rob people We used to do all kinds of crazy things Now I'm not going to say all the things I used to do Because I don't want to Go to jail, go to jail. <laughs> I don't want to incriminate myself Right officer, amen oh, Thank God. you God is good I plead the fifth Every <laughs> Amen. But we used to watch people, especially if we wanted to break into their house. If I was still a crook in 2021, all I gotta do is check out social media. And I see your dumb self at Walmart as I break through your windows and take all your appliances. That's how gullible we are. I don't even tell people when I'm going on vacation. I don't even tell myself. That's why I need to go on vacation. (laughs) But sometimes, you see, the people who are viewing you don't have your best interests. They don't even care about you. That's why they throw around this word, you have 3,000 friends. That's hard for me to comprehend, because growing up, if I had five best friends, I don't even have five best friends now. How do you have 3,000 friends? I mean, my definition of friend is someone who cares about me, someone who loves me, someone that will check me before I wreck me. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? So we throw this term very loosely, and that's not the real definition of friend. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Yesterday I was at Family Dollar. You know, I haven't told my stories about Family Dollar, my Family Dollar drama every day, every weekend. I always run into something at Family Dollar or run into something. Amen. And I was at the store early in the morning. I'm an early bird shopper. I love that. Pastor Millie's sleeping and I'm shopping. Amen. That's a good thing. Amen. For me, it is. Amen. And, And I was walking around the store and I was... One of two maybe in the store. And there was a song playing, and you know, it was obvious that you, you could make out what the song was about, but all I wrote down in my phone, because the, 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 the song had a catchy hook to it, not a beat. I didn't make no beats like we. Come on, man. We're from the '80s. We know what beats are. We' making no artificial beats like today. We make beats out of sticks. Tony Sunshine, help me out. Amen? Amen? We used to grab latas and make beats. Oh, come on, man. Them goya latas, you remember that? Oh, man. Now people just sit behind a computer and push buttons. Nah, man, real beats. We used to make real sound. Amen? Amen? There was a song playing over the over the uh, intercom and it, and it said and it went like this, cause I got a small waist, pretty face, uh, help me youth cause y'all know it y'all help me, help me I, I know y'all know this song I got a small waist pretty face and with a big bank you mad, you look at me hating you be and you are my mother's age Because I got a small waist, pretty face, and a big bang. Speaking about their butt. You mad, you look at me, hating, B. And you my mother's age. Or my mama's age. I said, what in the world? So I said, let me go on YouTube. <laughs> and let me type this in. A whole bunch of videos of TikTok. Young girls exposing themselves while singing this song. And that was trending. Now the issue that I have with this is this. If we're trying to raise a generation with an identity, we must target this behavior. Ain't no young boy going to respect you when you act like that or behave like that or talk like that or walk like that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's the issue that I have as a parent. That's the issue that I have as a pastor. Because these things are being played and pushed through the media, through the outlets. And our children are becoming something that God never intended for them to become. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's the real issue. The desire of today... Having attraction or being attracted by others is the number one thing trending. Now, let me tell you something. God created you unique, beautiful. There's no one else like you. Stop adding and stop taking off. Ain't nobody going to love you for the real you until you know who the real you are. Woo! I don't have anything against plastic surgery, I don't have anything against anything that anyone wants to do, but I do have this against people who push that to tell people that that's going to make them a better person. You could spend $5, $10, $100,000 if you ain't right in here, no matter what you put on, no matter what you put on, no matter what you do, you're still going to be dealing with that insecurity issue that's been rooted in your heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Amen. And, and, and for those that want to search this song, the rapper is called Cash Shine Not Featuring Flow Million. And the song is called Mean. I don't know. Amen. I, I don't know this urban language, so if I'm saying the name wrong, you, if y'all could correct me at the door, but don't do it in front of your parents because you don't want to embarrass them. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 says, The last days will be perilous times, meaning there will be difficult, there will be dangerous, there will be painful, there will be hard to deal, there will be perverse. That's what we're dealing with, a spirit of perversion unleashed on this generation today. The bigger it is, the better it is. Let me tell you something, that's not always the case. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You should never be forced to change for someone else. You should change for you, not for someone else. Because when you change yourself for someone else, you become their slave. And you have no identity. Love me the way that I am, church. Don't try to change your pastor. Love me for who I am. And trust me, the more you love me, the more the Holy Spirit corrects me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Give God a round of applause, church. Now, when the Apostle Paul wrote this letter to Timothy... He was warning him because he was concerned about the welfare of the church. Now, the reason why we bring this up and the reason why the Holy Spirit brought it to my attention is because we as Christians sometimes can subject ourselves to these behaviors. We are supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to be the salt of the earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're not supposed to get consumed by the world that we lose sight of who we are. Now we're doing the things of the world rather than the word of the Lord. Are you hearing me? And that's the issue. So we as believers must examine our heart, must examine our behaviors and say, wait a minute, my life is not lining up to God. I don't want to be part of that cursed generation. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to lose my salvation. Holy Spirit, start working with me. Start working in me. Start turning my heart, creating me a new heart. Allow me to check myself before I wreck myself so that I don't give in to the plots and the plans of the devil. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Many of you say, Pastor, it's not a big deal to post a picture. It's not a big deal. This is the big deal. The big deal is that a picture is worth a thousand words. Imagine your pastor flexing his chest three buttons down. showing your six-pack, babe. I'm going to let you slide. And you show your friends, come to my church. Look at my pastor. They're going to look at you and say, what? He look like a pig. What kind of, kind of cultist church is that? Look at that pastor showing them three gray hairs. He got some nerves. Can, can, can we see it that way? Now apply that to you. To you. You want people to respect you But you become vulnerable And then you get mad And then you get upset I'm, I'm, I'm not a hoe I'm not a bum That's what you're reflecting That's what you're showing My wife is mine And I am hers Whatever she wants to expose She's exposing it to me And I expose myself to her I don't need to expose myself to you If I'm exposing myself to you then what message am I sending? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you, you you can't be judgmental, it, it, you know, it's hip. It's, okay, that's fine, but don't fight something that you yourself are participating in. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Don't be a contradiction. Mm-hmm. You don't want your kids to do it, but you do it. Remember our parents, they used to tell us, don't smoke, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for you. Don't drink! Don't do what I do. What a living contradiction. I don't want you messing around with them girls or them boys and they're showing you three hickeys. (laughs) You remember when we used to (laughs) Remember how we learned how to remove hickeys? Y'all know nothing about that. Y'all too young, amen. Now we do it worse. We expose it on social media. Once you release it, you're never going to get it back. It's done. So be careful what you release. Be careful what you comment to. Be careful what you give life. Now, I'm not trying to dictate your life. What I'm saying is that if you're not careful, sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of the poor choices that we make. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Church. God is good. So the Apostle Paul warns Timothy, and that was 1,600 years ago, about today's generation. That wasn't too far ago. And now we're seeing this evolve like in an acceleration. I mean, it's accelerating like you have no idea. You can't even go to a store without somebody showing their body parts nowadays. You can't. You, you, you can't even focus. Even some of the churches that you go to, you're like, are you serious, worshiper? Like, how do, how do you expect me to worship when you all up in my face with those things? <laughs> cover that up. Are you here? Can we cover it up? Can, can I be real? Come on. Can, can we be real? And men, too. Yeah, it's true. Men, too. Oh, man, come over here. Stop wearing them tight pants. Come on, women. Can y'all help me? Can y'all help me? Amen. Stop wearing them tight pants. Amen. 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 Come on, women. Help me out. Help the pastor out. Don't leave me out here by myself. Some of these men dress better than their girlfriends. You waiting outside. Who you waiting for? You waiting for her? No, she's already done. She got her hair. Where he at? He's still in the bathroom. I'm like, brother, for real? Three pieces of clothing, three hours? What you doing in that bathroom? Hmm. God is good. Amen. God is good. This is good stuff. Amen. Today's society has reflected what the apostle wrote, the apostle Paul wrote about in Second uh, Timothy. Some scholars believe and think and have come to the conclusion to a certain degree that this was written in 90 AD. So if these numbers are right, that was about 1600 years ago. Social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and most recently TikTok, has given the opportunity for many to expose their hearts. You see people having an argument that should be had in private on social media. And then they get mad and they have the audacity to tell people, get out of my business. Then why are you posting your business? I didn't know you had a fight with with Pookie and Tookie. How'd you know? Because you posted it. And then you made a video about it. Oh, yeah, but that's my business. Then don't post it. People always hating on me because of what I got. Don't post it. You don't know what I got in my house, you ain't never gonna know what I got in my house. Cause you ain't coming to my house. And I ain't definitely posting no pictures about my house and what I do in my house. Get what I'm saying? Now you might say, Pastor, you old fashioned. Okay. I have lived, well I'm gonna continue to live for a long time. But I'm 41 and I seen some stuff. I seen best friends, take their girlfriend and their man because they brought them home and showed them what they be doing and telling them what they be doing? Am I the only one? No, it's true, it's real. It's real? How are you gonna tell your girlfriend about your man and his business? And she over here with images, woo, he, he, for real? <laughs> we close now but I'm about to get close up. she took my man, no you gave her your man, that's what you did, you gave them your woman man as well, don't brag about what my wife does to me or how she takes care of me, that's our business, I want our business to be private, marriage is supposed to be sacred. You see people on MTV Cribs showing their house, showing their room, showing. Some of them even got a... Somebody on MTV Cribs or one of them shows. I I lost track. They got a swing in their room. I I don't know what they doing with that swing, but they... You don't show people your business. Now, I speak like this and you get mad, but it's the truth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Somebody got to confront... People with the truth. To let them know that God loves them. God wants them to have a life and more abundantly. But you're giving the enemy access to your house. You're giving the enemy a reason to come after you. You have to maintain order in your house. You have to have self-control of yourself. The decisions that you make and the things that you do. Amen, church? God is good. Give him a round of applause, church. According to Pornhub, more than 5.8 billion hours of porn were watched on one site one year ago. 5.8 billion hours of pornography images were watched in one year alone. Check this out. This is crazy. That's equal to almost 600 and 65 centuries of contact consumed in one year on one porn site. Now, you say it's disgusting. I say this, that is diabolical. When little innocent children get into these websites, yeah, they're doing it behind your back, and they view images that their minds cannot comprehend, not only their minds get corrupted, but a spirit ushers in. Yes. And they begin to infatuate, begin to try to live out to what they saw. That's why our kids are getting caught up in various diseases. They said during COVID season, gonorrhea, Syphilis, and I forgot the other one. Spite. Spite. Some of these diseases don't have cure. Hepatitis C, B, they don't. And when our children are exposed to this contact, they want to imitate what they watch. You don't believe me? I used to watch wrestling. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, yeah. And then I used to go grab a folding chair and I used to hit my brother with it. I did it for real, they did it for fake. I injured my brother, they walked with their friend. So what did wrestling had to do? They had to take, make videos and context and say do not do this at home, leave this to the professionals because people were getting paralyzed, some were getting killed, oh yeah. Google it. This was in the early 90s and 80s. So the wrestling was held accountable and they had to come out with the contact. That's why they changed it from WWF to WWE, World World Wrestling Entertainment. Because that's what it is, is entertainment. Because people were literally getting on top of ladders, jumping off car garages, roofs, amen, onto tables and breaking their neck because they saw it on TV. So... If that was the case, you could only imagine our young kids being exposed to pornography. Now, the numbers don't lie. These numbers came out as a recent report. One point, I mean, 5.8 billion hours watched on one porn site. This is serious. That's why sometimes I I get the leaders here and we get early. I say, we have to pray. We got to intercede. Why? Because you don't know who's walking in through these doors that have been open to this. And now we got to fight against these spirits. We got to set these people free because that's what God called us to do. But we're all maxed out right now at the rate of this generation. That's why I hate when pastors preach about prosperity and don't preach about truth. What good is it that you prosper and you're still bound? Well, God is good. According to this article, women are more likely to search the term hardcore than men. I'm going to say that again. Women are more likely to search the term hardcore than men. Now more women are watching pornography. Pornography. Than men. That's the study. That's what it says. Those are the numbers. Now, we need to understand that Second of Timothy chapter three, verse four, says very clearly, lovers of themselves, I mean lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. When you watch porn, you are pleasing yourself. When you go on TikTok, on, on, on YouTube, on all these sites, and, and you promote yourself, and, and no one can tell you anything, you're just pleasing yourself to a certain degree. A, a friend of mine said, Pastor, you, you, you barely take pictures of you and your wife, and you barely post. I said, I have a camera crew here, Sugar Chris O'Brien. And I tell him, limit it the pictures when it comes down to me and my wife. Throw pictures of the church, God is good. Because we ain't here trying to glorify ourselves. I don't need pictures of me to remind me of who I am. Amen. There's nothing wrong with posting from time to time. But there's a serious problem when you're posting everything and all about you and not checking yourself. It's sad. You see men posting pictures of themselves without their wives. Look at some of these pastors' Facebook pictures of them and not their wife. Me and Pastor Millie, we we were on a hunt. We were trying to find out this pastor's wife because he and every everywhere he's at, but she's not. And we finally found the woman of mystery. <laughs> what are you trying to hide? Because when you see me, you see Pastor Millie. And when you see Pastor Billy, you see me. We might not always be together, but you know who we are. You know what I'm saying? Ain't ain't nobody slipping and sliding nowhere. We're on the same page. Amen? God is good. Lovers of pleasure rather than God. In other words, they turn spiritual blessings such as grace, mercy, and peace that only God can give for self-pleasures. Many of you have asked me from time to time, Pastor, how do I get to the point where I'm at peace? Get closer to God. Don't get closer to church. Get closer to God. We come to church to worship, to learn about God. But our real relationship is one-on-one with the Father. You cannot have a relationship with me to get something from me that I cannot give you. I go get my peace from God. I go get my grace from God. I go get my mercy from God. I'm just a vessel. I am another human being just like you. Yes, I cry. Yes, I get frustrated. But I chose... To walk in the ways of God rather in the ways of the flesh. that's the only difference. But if you're looking for a church to give you peace, you're in the wrong place. If you're looking for someone to give you grace, you're in the wrong place. If you're looking for mercy, you're looking for it in the wrong place because the only one that can give you this is God Almighty. No one else but God. no one else but God, no one else. Are you hearing me, church? God is so good. Verse 5, chapter 2. I mean, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5 says, Having a form of godliness, but denying his power, such from people turn away. You notice how there's a lot of contact on social media or a lot of people talking about God, but their life is a living contradiction of the God that they speak about. Paul says straight away from those people. What does that mean? If you're trying to walk in Christ, follow good examples. Not people that talk about Christ and then do the opposite. I see pastors all the time. Oh, we having a blessed time. They, they go on social media. They go on Facebook. They go live. We're having such a great time over here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in with a Corona. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be at church. Now, I'm not against drinking. For those that, that the Bible says it, it, to be careful not to indulge into alcohol or drunkenness. But how are you going to send a message about God when you're reflecting the things that they engage on at everyday scale? Oh, I'm just trying to be real. No, you're trying, no, I'm not trying to be real. You're being disrespectful because Christ paid for this. Paul said that I rather, okay, do not do the things that will bring you to fall, but rather do the things that will bring you to him. In other words, Paul said to live is Christ and to die is gain, meaning that he was completely committed to Christ no matter what. So he will do everything as possible to make sure that he represented God well here on this earth. Many of us have not been good representatives of God. Our behavior speaks of it. Now, don't get me wrong. We do have the days that we wake up crispy. We do. We do but that doesn't give you the right to be nasty. If you're having a crispy day, stay in your room. The Bible says, go into the room and close the door. That's the secret place. Check in with God. He'll take all that crispiness off of you and then you step out to the world. But don't use your crispiness as an excuse to do whatever you want. And to act however you want. And let me tell you, everybody has a phone nowadays. They'll pull it out and they'll record your behavior. You got to be careful. There's days that I feel crispy. And I stay in my room. And I deal with me. And God deals with me. Then I come out with a smile. That attitude has allowed me to not let certain things bother me. I used to get mad when people used to tailgate me. Now I'll just move to the side. I used to get upset when people didn't text me right back. I stopped texting. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking. I just threw that out there, amen? That went over your head. y'all head. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You text somebody, they text you tomorrow. We're like, dang, man. Amen? Amen. But those things, believe me or not, if you don't check yourself, you're gonna wreck yourself because you're gonna allow those things to fester and take you to a place that you shouldn't be in the first place. Amen. God is good. We're living in a generation right now that has opened doors to evil spirits. What was once taboo is trending now. You got to be careful. Sin is sin. Evil's evil. Period. You go to people's houses or you, you spend time with them and they're there sitting watching Harry Potter and all this, you opening yourself up to the occult. I wanna be a wizard, a witch, a warlock. And then you wonder why your kids can't sleep at night. Mommy, I see this Chucky character appear in my room and he wants to eat mushrooms with me. Oh, let us call Pastor Jose. No, I I changed my number. (laughs) That I don't allow that stuff in my house. Nobody watching that in my house. No, we're not going to open ourselves up to that. Now you could call me a religious freak, and you could call me old fashioned, but let me tell you something: I'm not setting myself up to fight demons and fight battles that I shouldn't be fighting to begin with. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you open up yourself to things like this, you invite the occult, which brings in spirits and they usher them in and before you know it, you're facing an atmosphere and you're asking yourself, what's happening? What's going on? Someone opened the door. Someone's watching something. Someone's doing something. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We gotta be careful what our kids are watching, what we are allowing our children to watch. That's why we got to do spiritual FBI raids from time to time. Bust the door open. Well, the door shouldn't be closed. I like what one of my spiritual daughters said. I took the hinges, I took the door off. They don't even got a door Pastor. I just walk by and look. I smell sin, sin, sin. God is good. Amen. Just because everyone is doing it doesn't give you the right to do it. I have some morals that my mom taught me, okay? I still say good morning. I still say God bless when you sneeze. I say God bless when when I greet you. I have some ethic morals that my mom taught me that are still in me and I'm still practicing them. The kids of today, the majority of them, you tell them to pray in the table and they look at you like you're stupid. you stupid. You notice how these kids, you have to make excuses for them because they don't say hi to you, they don't greet you? That's a reflection of you. When I was growing up, there I interrupted my mom when she was talking. Ooh. Oh, or walk between two adults and not bow. Ooh, Jenny. I, oh my, oh my. In 1985, 1986 was when they removed the paddles from Springfield school system. But the year before that, I was acting up in the classroom I don't remember my principal's name, but I do remember what he did to me. At lunchtime, he had a bench right outside his office, right across from the lunchroom. He says, Take off your shirt, take off your pants, and you're gonna sit there until lunch is over. All the little girls walking by, he made cartoon, cartoon on the wears on. Yeah. They was doing that. They was doing that. I don't know if it was legal, but they did it in my school. I'm going to tell you the school, too. It was a school where they built a casino in. You know, that's how they had to tore that boy down. They're like, there's some memories in here. They're going to come on. And I was sitting in the bench, crying, tears coming out of my eyes. I went home, and I told my mama what the principal said. And she said, oh, really? Let me put that in the list, too. You see, there was accountability. Now you correct someone's child, the parent want to beat you up, the grandmother want to beat you up, the grandfather want, everybody. There's no accountability, that's why our children are the way they are. We were taught to respect, period, and you never interrupted an adult. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And now we're wondering why our kids are killing themselves in the streets. It's because of this practical morals that have been lost. Me and Pastor Millie, we were crossing the street yesterday. There was these two young guys in a car, and they were driving slow. And they was grilling me and Pastor Millie like you had no idea. I'm like, "Dag man, what's up with these cats? What's going on?" Like, I owe you son, I did something. You can see the evil in them. And now we're teaching them not to respect the law. That's why I pray for the first responders. I pray for the police officers, for the firefighters. I pray for them. Because when you're in trouble, they risk their lives. Not knowing if they're going to go home to save yours. And we want to get mad because there's one or two bad apples. That doesn't give us a right. We are supposed to respect the men in uniform. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But no, we're raising a generation that, that we believe that everyone is prejudiced. Let me tell you, there's racism in every race, even in my race. And racism is based on ignorance. Some of the nicest people I have met been outside of my race, believe it or not. I, was taught, I wasn't taught that when I was growing up. I was taught stick by your own. Let me tell you something. I had stick around my own for a long time. I had to get some EC off. <laughs> oh, pastor, you bougie now. You, you live in the suburbs. Nah, brother. I know where I came from. I'm good. I'm. I, see you from a distance. I'm good. You can think whatever you want to think. But I still drink my Bustelo. I still eat my crackers with side chichas. Oh hey, I'm a survivor. Pastor Millie married the best man. I could survive on anything. Amen? Remember when we were talking about my mother's knife? When we were When we was growing up, we didn't have can openers. (laughs) We have can openers now, that's an upgrade. We had a knife. Come on, Janet. Help me out, man, am I the only one? We had no stainless steel, nice cups. We make cups out of Chef Boyardee cans. I know y'all youngins don't know nothing about that, and y'all saying ill? but that's the way we were brought up. And we as grateful. Because everything that we have today, we know what the struggle is. We know what it is to go without, and we are content in any season of our lives because we have been through something in our lives. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You marry a bougie generation. I want my straw to have glitter in it. (laughs) They're They're killing me. They're killing me. They're killing me. Tony Sunshine, help me. Help me, Tony. God is good, amen? Amen. If we're not careful, we will easily dive into this culture and this behavior, and we will be the generation that the Apostle Paul prophesies about. Just because they're doing it, I'm not going to do it. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We will serve the Lord. God is good. This behavior has ushered in a wicked, perverse culture. That if we're not careful, we ourselves could be part of that rather than the difference. We have to learn when to speak and when not to speak. We have to learn how to fight our battles on our knees. We need to start doing some spiritual warfares. If your husband ain't acting right, get down on your knees. If your wife ain't acting right, get down on your knees. If your kids ain't acting right, get down on your knees. Let me tell you something. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. God, I don't feel like myself. Continue praying. Continue praying. Do not cease. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, church. Pastor, I ain't feeling it right. Let's pray. Let's see God move in the supernatural realm and do something for us that will forever change the way we view God. God is not powerless. God is power. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14 says that he has delivered us from the power of darkness. He has delivered us from the powers of darkness. There is no devil that can override God's power. There's no devil in hell, not even saying himself. The, the issue here is in your mind, the way you think about yourself and the way you think about your situation. The way you think about yourself and the way you think about the situation. I learned how to let some battles go. They ain't even worth it. Let it go. She don't like you. That's fine. That's good. He doesn't like. That's fine. They don't acknowledge you. That's even better. If it bothers you, it's because your ego has been touched. Jesus says, the greatest in the kingdom is the servant. We see people in the kingdom of God that you got to roll out the red carpet just because of their title. They, they won't go and preach unless the flyer has their picture on it, their name on it. If you don't book them the hotel they want, oh, we drink Fiji water. I remember somebody told me that. You drink Fiji water? Oh, yeah. Come to Springfield, you're going to drink some of the best water. Oh, but don't we, don't in Springfield we got the best water, church? Hey, Amen. I'll take you down there to Bonds Island. You get a sniff. And that's where your water gets recycled and it comes right through your faucet. Come on, I'll give you Fiji water. <laughs> <laughs> Colossians chapter 1 verse 14 says, In whom we have redemption throughout the blood of, of the forgiveness of our sins. His blood is sufficient enough to forgive our sins. Amen. We don't have because we don't ask. And when we do, we do it for selfish gains. I always pray this prayer Lord, give me what's according to your will and not mine's. Because sometimes you could pray for certain things and not know that those things could destroy you. You see how people change when they get a car, when they get a house, when they get a boyfriend or girlfriend, they get married, right? They change on you. (laughs) ¿Qué le pasó a esta? ¿Qué le pasó a este? I know, we go way back. That person that's dating you doesn't know the real you. They just know your representative. <laughs> but when they get with you, they're going to realize them eyes ain't really green. And don't, huh. Let's be real. Jesus through the Holy Spirit revealed to Paul what was going to take place 1600 years ago? If you look at time today, haven't the years gone by quickly? The Bible says that in the end times, the days will be shortened. You blink and your daughter is 15. You blink again, she's 21. Haven't you noticed that? Like time flies, you go to sleep, you close your eyes, and it's morning. Don't you hate that, especially when you gotta go to work? Yeah. <laughs> I hate that in the morning. I get up, I'm like, look at the clock. I'm like, señor reprenda. <laughs> I'm trying to reverse the clock. So sometimes I get up and I flip the clock over. <laughs> and I just don't do that. Don't do, don't do that. Your wife get up, 46. Oh, 46. So is it military time? It's is forties? <laughs> anyway, they got the minutes and the hours confused. Amen. But the days are real short, man. I was looking at some pictures when we first started in the church, and I can't believe how the years have gone by. The years have gone by flying, flying. And in the midst of that, if you really ask yourself, what have you done? Isn't it funny when you have that hard to hard talk with yourself and you realize that the years have gone by and you haven't accomplished really much? That garage is still dirty. That house is, you you know, we have to get a hold of our time. Because there's something that we will run out of. Time and energy. You see, the older you get, you respect yourself even more because you don't have the energy to fight certain battles. You've seen that movie Played Out. That's why sometimes I just be like, yo, just do you. You'll find out how, how 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 sad this world is. You'll you'll bleed. You'll come back. Maybe with some teeth missing, but you'll come back. Amen. Go out there. Do you? Go go do you? I I, I got tired of fighting with people because sometimes you want it more than them, and they don't want it. You tell them, yo, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Don't do this. It, it reminds me of my mother.